0: Jesus House, in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House, London. God bless you.
1: Amen. Okay, shall we bow our heads to prayer? King immortal, invisible, the only true God. The ruler, the possessor of all heaven and earth. We bow to your majesty. We worship you. We washed ourselves in the blood of Jesus to come into your presence. To join the angels to sing holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. May it please you, Father, to visit us. Teach us, instruct us, draw us to yourself. That Jesus may come alive in us. And then the kingdom of God will prosper through us. For it is in Jesus' awesome name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you, you may be seated. Today, our meditation is on the young lady, Mary. The lady, the young lady who found favor with God. The Lord God will give, him, give to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I'm a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy he will be called the son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her Amen Now I want you to think about this Angels They don't have to um, um, Find out your address They know it Isn't that awesome (laughs) Can you imagine that uh, They sent an angel to your house And he stopped by the street and said Do you know so and so Does he live here and the guy may say, what, what do you want with them? Hmm. I think they have a, a special assignment from God. In that case, they're here. <laughs> they like to divert. But no, it doesn't work like that. You know? And don't forget, they didn't have streets like we have now. First time I went to Israel, they showed us a cave where uh, Mary and Joseph lived. Now you can imagine, you know. But no matter where we are, if God needs you, he knows where to find you. Can somebody say amen to that? You know, because with God, there are no campaigns, no pushiness, no. And that's what Mary represents to you and I. Nameless, faceless. But yet... God knew where she was. God knew her heart. God knew how to get to her. That encourages me a lot. Because you know, sometimes when um, you ask people to choose, they have their own criteria. And they may not include you and I. But when God is choosing, oh, we have a chance. Everybody has a chance. And that's awesome. So, the angel came to a girl betrothed. And like the Bible says, they had not come together. You see, when when you hear that someone was chosen, okay, then if you desire to be chosen by God, you need to find out what they did and how they did it so you can position yourself. what life is about I position myself so that if God is looking for someone where I am he will find me that's what it's all about that's what it's all about to encourage you and I to position ourselves and so when people are doing many things where you are you can opt out and say to them you don't understand I am positioning myself so that if God is looking for someone where I am, he will find me. Can somebody say amen to that? Amen. Everybody has to have an incentive and inspiration to lead a godly life. You have to. If you don't have an inspiration, if you don't have a reason to lead a godly life, oh yes, the world will sweep you away. They will give you reasons why you should not live a, live a godly life. And that's why we study people like Mary. The Bible says, guard your heart with what? All diligence. Because out of it are what? Oh yes, the issues of life. In other words, what they're saying to you and I is, don't forget those people in heaven. They know what you're thinking. Oh yes, And it's for that reason that when we talk about living godly, it's about people thinking, looking at what what am I thinking. Hey, with thoughts like this, the angel will pass me by. Oh, yes. With ideas like this, the angel is going to bypass me. That's what godliness is all about. Being careful to think and act godly. Nobody does it reflexly. You know, it's not part of our nature. We are born in sin, the Bible says. So everything is headed the wrong way. But for us to live godly, like Mary, to position ourselves for God to come for us, oh, we have to be very deliberate. Can somebody say amen to that? And there is something that David made us realize when he said in Psalm 139, he said, oh my God, any word I speak, even before I speak it, you what? You know it. Oh, yes. You know? And you, need to, you and I need to know how that works. This is the way that works. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 20:27. 20, 27, it said, the spirit in man, It is the candle of the Lord. And you know, it is that spirit that keeps you and I alive. The day he lives, that day we are dead. And so if that spirit is the candle of the Lord, he knows everything. Okay? What we are thinking, where we are going, what we are planning, all of that, the spirit knows it because without the spirit, you can't think it. But now, do you know what happens? When God now wants to know what you're thinking, who does he tune into? The spirit in you. And everything is bare. That's why there is no secret with God. That's why you cannot live a life that says, oh, it happened in darkness. Oh, yes, to man. But the spirit in you took a record of it. So, God chose Mary at Christmas. And Mary herself, she told us something when she did her Magnificat. We'll look at that later. You know, she said, the fear of the Lord. You know, said God has favored me because of the fear of the Lord in my heart. Everybody who comes to church must understand the fear of the Lord. Because that's what God is looking for, men and women who fear God. What does it mean to fear God? It means that, you know, I have a choice to turn right or left. Okay, right or left. Turning left is wrong. But then turning left has advantages of some sort. And then I choose to turn right because I fear God. That's what God is looking for because i fear god i make choices that god will honor that god will endorse that's what we call practical christianity i make those choices because i fear god and if you make choices because you fear god god knows it so when he's looking for someone who makes choices because they fear God, he will come for you. He will come for you. David tells us that the fear of God can be learned in Psalm 34. Say, "Come, I'll teach you the fear of the Lord." Okay? If you want to live a long life and a happy life, keep your mouth from speaking evil. Stop telling lies okay said the lord is keeping watch over the righteous you see we come to church but believe you me the goal is to live godly nothing else matters to god religion yes worship yes but if we don't live a godly life there's nothing god can do with us and that's why you can have whole multitudes coming together singing praying and yet the place where they live in is rotting through and through do you know why god can't use any of them he can say stop and they stop they don't have the fear of god in their lives god cannot say i want you to sit down and don't say a word for the next two hours how can somebody do that God wants the people that he will say to sit down here for two hours, don't say a word, and they'll just go mum for the next two hours. That's, that's the people God is looking for. That's why he chose Mary. That's why he chose Mary. God always knows the people he chooses because he sees their heart. He sees their loyalty. He sees their obedience. He sees that because of God, they are not doing many things the world around them is doing. So, Mary, after that salutation, she turned to the practical reality of the proposal. I'm a virgin. So, how is it going to work? How is it going to work? And then the angel said something that you and I need to embrace as you face your Christian life, as you face the challenges of your Christian life, as you face fears sometimes that if I take this stand for God, I may lose out, you know. Something may happen. I, I, I can't afford to take the risk. I can't afford to take the chance. Faith is a chance. Oh, yes. But it's a chance of some certainty. That's why the Bible says, He that, uh, without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. Because he that comes to God must first believe that what? He is. And he's a what? A reward. In other words, you have to take the chance that if I stand with God, he will bless me as a result. He will bless me as a result. If I stand for God, he will uphold me. He will turn my life around and make my life count for time and for eternity. So Mary said, how can this be? am a virgin the angel said the holy spirit will what do it oh yes no matter where you are that's why our lord jesus christ he said to his disciples i am going away but the holy spirit is what is coming is coming and 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 he is with you now that i'm here but when i am gone where will he relocate to inside so that none of you will be looking for him he's there with you to make all things what possible possible how often do you face challenges in your life Because this is a practical aspect. How often do you face challenges in your life and you turn around and look inside and say, Holy Spirit, I am depending on who? On you. Absolutely. That's what tells you that you understand that what Mary was experiencing here is practical. It's practical. No matter. Say, Lord, I cannot do, I cannot do This thing, because it's wrong. But please, take care of me. A lady told me that uh, um, she was in a business deal and um, she was supposed to supply something by a deadline. And the deadline had approached and the goods she was going to supply hadn't arrived. And when that phone rang, She will knew for them not to cancel the contract. She has to give the impression that the goods have arrived. And then she said to God, I cannot do that. I cannot tell a lie. I cannot tell a lie. Lord, I cannot tell a lie. Please. So she picked up the phone. And to her amazement, they didn't ask her if, if the goods have arrived. Isn't that awesome? Because she said to God, I cannot tell a lie. Because if they ask me, has the good arrived, I will have to say what? No, it hasn't arrived. And they didn't ask her. So when God, when the angel said to Mary, the Holy Spirit will do it. He's not telling her something that is theoretical. He's talking about what we call divine interventionism. That God is always capable of intervening in your world to make the difference that you and I need. The Holy Spirit will do it. Now, that statement, the Holy Spirit will do it, is loaded. It's loaded. Because the law says that if a young lady betrothed gets pregnant in her father's house, what is the judgment? Death by stoning death by stoning. So it's not easy to say to the angel, well, it's okay, I will do it. You have to consider death by what? Stoning. And Mary knew the law. But yet, when she heard the Holy Spirit will do it, she said to the angel, I'm the maid servant of God. Be it to me according to your word. In other words, she took the risk that if Joseph refused to acknowledge the pregnancy and decided to expose her, she's under a death sentence. She took that risk. That's what Christianity is all about. That's what Christianity is all about. If it falls through, then let it fall through. That's what um, Esther thought us. When Mordecai said to her, Oh, is it because you're queen now? Is it because you're queen now? Do you think you will escape in the palace? They will soon discover that you too, you are Jew. And they will come for you. Then Esther said, Okay. Go and fast and pray for me. Three days. Okay. I and my maidens, we also will fast. In Esther chapter 4 verse 16. And then I will go to the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish, that's it. That is what we call total commitment. If you and I don't have it, don't, don't expect God to do much. If you don't have total commitment, don't expect God to do much because it doesn't work any other way. Mary said, Be it to me according to your word. And if I perish, I perish. I perish. But whatever you want to do with me, in me, through me, you have my word. I yield, I submit to it totally. Brethren, God does not choose people for nothing. Okay? He sees their commitment. He sees their loyalty. He sees their determination to do as God says in their lives. And then God will come for them. And then God will come for them. That's why it's so important for you and I to know this. Because, you see... We encourage one another through worship and religion and coming together, yes. But what God is looking for from each of us is unqualified loyalty and commitment. Doing as God says, it will change your life totally. You've had me tell that story all the time. That after I gave my life to Christ, I was kind of on the fence, not too sure whether to really fully commit. I don't know about you, but that was the way I was. And then, Pastor Elton came and said to us, can never be better than God can make. And I said to myself, in that case, let's go. Let's go. And that's what changed my life forever. And I can stay here and give you endless testimonies of the faithfulness of God. So, Mary said, Be it to me according to your word. And the angel left. We were watching a nativity play the other day, and Mary was um, communicating what has transpired to Joseph. Can you imagine being in that, uh, <laughs> you know, quote-unquote conference? And Mary goes to Joseph and was like, "Joseph, there's something I really want to tell you. What is it? I'm pregnant. Uh-oh. But Joseph don't have any ideas. These pregnancies of the Holy Ghost." hmm. <laughs> Pregnancy of the Holy Ghost, Mary. You can go tell that to the marines. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know? Mary, if she didn't stop to wonder what will happen if Joseph refused to, to come along. You know? That's what faith is about. Because, you see, if you stop sometimes to, to, to calculate... Every aspect of this, they're going to say, well, before I say yes, go and uh, make sure that Joseph will uh, agree. Yes! She didn't do that. She also took a risk that Joseph may not agree. And Joseph didn't agree. And I'm sure if you and I were Joseph, we wouldn't agree too. You know? Oh, yes. But then, when they say the Holy Ghost will do it, you and I should have an idea that God has taken care of every contingency that are on the road. That's what it's about. So when they say the Holy Ghost will do it, so, well, if Joseph didn't agree, Lord, You know, I didn't start this. Let uh, you take care of Joseph. And God did take care of Joseph. Because the Bible tells us in Matthew that uh, when Joseph was uh, planning how to do it so quietly, so that the community wouldn't discover what had happened and stone her to death. Because she was betrothed. Then the angel comes along. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Mary is pregnant by the Holy Ghost. So, when you wake up, marry her. Wow. How many people are like Joseph? You see, a lot of us, we read this story. We don't remember that it is human beings that are the dramatist personae. They're the ones who made what God wants to do possible. You know? Will you and I be ready to make what God wants to do in your time and in my time possible? That's what it's all about. That's what the Christmas story is all about. The Bible says Joseph woke up in Matthew 20, in Matthew chapter 1. Joseph woke up and did as the angel what? Said. Unqualified loyalty and obedience. That's why we're sitting here. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. If they didn't do it, it wouldn't be possible. That's the challenge of Christmas. That we have to become, you and I, men and women who do things as God says. So that whatever God wants to do in us, with us, for us, and through us will become what? Possible. Possible. Ready. Available. Obedient. Unqualified loyalty and obedience. This is the power. Everybody needs to know the power of Malachi 3 6. What does Malachi 3 6 say? I am the Lord. I do not what? At all. At all. So, if he required men and women with loyalty, unqualified loyalty and obedience, 2,000 years ago, he still requires it now. It hasn't changed. So when you go into your Christian walk with God, and then you don't do as God says, and then you go as you like, and then you buy and do as you like, don't expect heaven to be sending angels to your address. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. Don't expect angels to be meeting you on the road and giving you instructions. Don't expect the Holy Spirit to give you a revelation of what God is about to do where you are. No, it doesn't work like that. He sends those messages to people who have their heart ready to do everything as God says. That's the message of Christmas made possible by Mary and Joseph, amazing and someone can decide from now on I will be a Mary or a Joseph in my life. I will do as God says. No ifs, no buts. I will do as God says. The Holy Spirit is still here. To make it possible for you and I to do as God says. We lived in America in the 80s. And the Holy Spirit said, if you don't see an open door, go home. We went home. Many people in America were like, doctor, stay, stay. Why are you going home? Some of my colleagues were, you're going back to Africa? 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 It was like, you're yeah, going back to the, to the dungeon. One lady asked me, um, isn't it very hot in Africa? I say it's hot. She said, but we have air conditioners. <laughs> she said, fancy air conditioners in Africa. You know? Oh, yes. There will always be people to dissuade you from doing what God is saying in your life. And many of them will be very sympathetic. They like you. But you have to say to yourself, nobody gets a visit by an angel doing as they like. You only get a visit from an angel if you do as God says. And when we did as God says and came to Nigeria, an anointing came upon our lives. That's how we started the hospital and everything. Favor, favor came everywhere. There is no magic to it. You can change the course of your life by an unqualified loyalty and obedience to God. Starting from today. I'm telling you. If you think that um, they've left you on the corners, nobody seems to know where you are and answer your prayer. Make a decision in your life. I will do as you say Going forward. But let me tell you, they will test it. They will test it. That's why sometimes, once I, do, I, I make a commitment to God and then something begins to happen, the Holy Spirit will pass to me. That's the test, too. Oh. Don't fail it, too. Oh. oh, yes, because if you fail it, that commitment you made is uh, null and void. Yes! you just just have to learn to live the spiritual life there's no magic to it everybody goes through the same everybody goes through the same but I want you to talk to God this Christmas talk to God and say to him by your grace I will live like Mary and Joseph let us pray wherever you are make an unqualified commitment And loyalty to God even if you have given your life to Christ before say to him Lord I can see now that you don't need religion I can see you do not need religion from me you need loyalty commitment obedience that's what you need from me and Lord in the simplicity of my heart I'm saying to you going forward I'll be loyal I'll be obedient. I will do as you say. I don't care who doesn't approve. I don't care who laughs. But I'll do as you say. I want my life to count before you. In time and eternity. Are you saying that prayer? I want to pray with you. That the Holy Spirit who knows where you are who is living with you, perhaps, he will help you through it. And if you're doing it for the first time, I'd like to pray with you also that you would have an accelerated spiritual development and growth that will cause the kingdom of God to pass manifest in your life so that you will stand out in your generation. It's a man as a woman through whom the will of God is manifesting to your generation. When Paul was living, he said, I have a man, Timothy, He is just like me. He loves God. That's what a church needs. As pastors are growing older, that's a generation of young men and women who love God. They love him so much that they do as he says. So that in their generation, God will have a witness. Every generation, God must have a witness men and women who love god with passion who are determined to do as god says so if that's your decision just raise your hand where you are. i want to pray with you is there someone here this morning raise your hand is there someone is there anyone here this morning is there anyone perhaps you've given your life to christ before then and, and you're saying to him lord my obedience has not always been consistent but from today by your grace my obedience will be consistent why don't you say that to God no ifs no buts I will just do as you say I will do as you say oh Lord my God when I say those prayers myself that's the way I say it is this Lord You see my heart. I want to tell you. From the depths of my heart. I will do as you say. Let come what may. I will do as you say. Why don't you make such a simple commitment. It is revolutionary. It's life transforming. It is destiny changing. Say Lord I will do as you say. Come rain come shine. The Holy Spirit will come to you. Sometimes they will send angels to you also to make sure that you're able to do as God says and that the purposes of God are established in your life. 2024 is just by the corner. There must be a difference. There must be a difference in the quality of my loyalty to God. There must be a difference. Breathe on me Breathe on me
0: Holy Spirit Breathe on me Yesterday's gone Today I'm in need Holy Spirit
1: chest as we pray as a sign that you're saying this prayer from your heart say with me oh Lord my God I didn't hear you oh Lord my God I thank you for your word I receive your word I hide it in my heart going forward by your grace By the power of your Holy Spirit, I will do as you say. In every area of my life, O Spirit of the living God, let this consecration be upon me. Empower me that day by day, I will do as God says. In every area of my life, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Okay, take a silent moment and establish this for yourself. It is life changing, it is destiny changing. I will do as you say. Let come what may. I live for Jesus Day after day I live for Jesus Let come what may The Holy
0: Spirit
1: I will obey Father, we thank you for you honor those who honor you. As many, oh God, as have honored you today in making this commitment, oh Lord, our God, please favor them. Put their name in your special book, Candidates for Favor, that their lives will testify of your goodness in this land of the living. For it's in Jesus' awesome name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen.